This morning I'd like to talk to us about how that God customizes his personal blessings to each one of us. To each one of us and to each church as a whole. And um, because we're so different, many of our needs are the same. But how we receive and uh, how that might show up at our doorstep is different and needs to be different. We receive differently. We think differently. But God is, he's, he's not only personalized in his blessings to us, in his walk with us, in the arrangement of our lives, in his, his, his care, but he customizes them. He customizes them. The word customize means to modify, to suit a particular individual or task. It's to build, to fit, or to alter to an individual situation or his or her persons. Customize blessing of the the Lord. An amazing thing. God not only personalizes his blessing, but he customizes it. Because he's a God that knows. He's a God that cares. And he's a God that customizes. The scripture says that God realizes that we're dust. Hmm. He realizes the frailty of it, of us. I think that he not only realizes the frailty of us, he knows our strength and he knows our weaknesses. According to Romans chapter 8, that God makes a personal commitment to our lives. That is when we become his kids. When we believe in him and, and our heart is pointed in the right direction. See, our heart can be pointed in the right direction and we can still make some missteps. And God knows how to help us correct our missteps. And so as I talk about this morning, this, this customization of personalized blessing of the Lord, I, I just want to start out by, by quantifying, you know, it, uh, that one of the biggest words in the Bible is the word if. Is the word if. There are 1,800 
over 1,800 verses in the scripture that include the word if. There are, I believe it is, 418 verses in the Gospels. We're not talking about the epistles now, but in the Gospels that include the word if. If. It is a, it is a, 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 a powerful word. And while the blessings of God are free, that word freedom simply means that God is under no obligation. But he chooses. And I know that, so when we use the word if, there seems to follow a condition. A condition that helps us to, to, to be in position for the blessing that we're talking about. We should not be afraid of it. How many know that salvation is free? But there's a if. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's free. But he died for the whole world, but everybody's not enjoying it. So I go back to Romans chapter 8 and see how God makes a commitment to our personal blessing. It says that he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, why he also give us everything else? If he went ahead and did something so big and so major, won't he go ahead and take care of the little things too? Yeah. If he went ahead and, and cleared the way for, for that which is the most important thing in life, Want to follow up with the details that are to happen in our lives on a daily basis? He says, I make a commitment to that. To give us the other things also. I like what Deuteronomy 31 and 8 says, you know, and shows us how God is a hands-on God. He says, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. We're not going any place that God has not already been there. God has already went ahead and you know, discovered the territory. So went ahead and been there before we get there. That's why when he said, follow me, we just have to follow him. Praise God. I will personally go ahead of you. 
He says, it says that God will be with you and he will neither fail you nor abandon you. I'm sure that you can testify to that this morning. It's not that we haven't been in, you know, seemingly, you know, felt abandoned. Our emotions can wreak havoc with us, can't they? It can, really, it can really do damage to our faith. It's difficult to stay on that pathway of walking by faith and not by sight. Sight just is, it's so close to us that it can be a challenge. But what we discover in Scripture that God, He, 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 he promises all this and He says he, he, he will literally customize the pathway. He will customize the blessing. Because he knows the exact time that we need it. He knows the specific blessing that's required. You see, God is not just a big God. He's just a real personal God. Number one, he knows that we need to be blessed. He knows how we need to be blessed. Now, I know that he doesn't always do it my way. But he does do it God's way. (laughs) He does do it God's way. He does it his way. He's independent that way. I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean, you can can talk with him. Sometimes you can go ahead and, you know, reason with him and, you know, get him to modify, get him to adjust, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, uh, he's never going to violate his character. He's never going to violate, you know what I mean, the very virtue of who he is and what he, you know, what his word says. He just doesn't do that. Those are the boundaries. If there's anything that's a boundary to God, you know what I mean? Uh, It's the Word, and yet the Word's so expansive, I don't think that we have to worry about, you know, God being confined by our world. He's a hands-on God. Isaiah 49 and 16 says, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. God says, you know, there are some situations, there's sometimes that, you know, you can be forgotten by those around you. But he said, I can't forget you. And he goes on to show us an analogy that, you know, uh, the impossibility primarily that a mother cannot forget her nursing child, but he says, even if she should, I won't. That's pretty hands-on, isn't it? 
Look at this. This is hands-on. Because he references the nursing child. Yeah. Now maybe some of you are still in the bottle. I don't know. And it, it's, it's, it's really rough when he starts to take the bottle away and he starts to wean us. And I bring that up because it's in the book, okay? <laughs> God mentioned it, so I thought I'd mention it too. Isaiah 41 says, Fear not, I am with you. Be, be not dismayed, for I am your God. In other words, the situations are such, you know what I mean, that, that, that would uh, kind of employ our mind to be, you know, really God? Almost like Gideon, you know what I mean, when, when God came to him, the angel of the Lord came to him rather than, you know, and said, you know what I mean, uh, 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 you know, talked about him, how, what a mighty man of value he is, and he pipes back, he says, yeah, right, uh-huh, for sure. If that's the case, then how come things are the way they are? God, I'm having a tough time believing that. Because I heard about the stories, but I don't have any present stories. I doubt any of us are in that category that you don't have a present story. Amen? Yeah. We not only have the historical accounts in our personal lives, or our family's lives, the heritage that we have, but I think every one of us have, you know, a personal story. But God even works with those that can't seem to come up with a memory. Of something great and good in their yesterdays. I will help you uphold you with my righteous right hand. John chapter 10 says, you know, there's nothing and no one that can snatch you out of my hand. What a personal God. What a powerful God. Paul went on to clarify that or even expand on it. You know, and he says, I'm convinced that nothing can separate us from the love of God. You know how the devil likes to say, well, if God loved you, why did this happen? God loves me because Jesus happened. His personal life's gone. A good uh, chapter for you to read is Psalms 31, it's, it's, it's a psalm of God's personalized care. A psalm of God's customized care for our lives. You remember the story of Joseph. All the variables that happened in Joseph's life. 
And yet, we see how God is both hands-on and customizes it for Joseph. Those hands that express, expresses love, expresses care. Hands that express how close he is to, 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 you know, shake a hand, to touch a hand. You got to get close. Those same hands, they pick us up when we fall. Those same hands touch the leper when nobody else would touch him. just not out of touch because God's a toucher those hands of God that, that, re, that represent God's power coming to us see God is a God of power but his hands represent his power coming to us yes it says, Psalms 89, it says, it says, you have a mighty arm, strong as your hand, and high as your right hand. God has two hands. God has a right hand, and God has a left hand. You want to be on his right hand. See, his right hand symbolizes the blessing. His left hand represents justice. Matthew 25, 41. He will say to those on his left hand, Depart from me, cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Just pure justice. But as a child of God, you get the right hand of God. Because of Jesus Christ, we get the right hand of blessing. We get not only the Lamb of God, but we get the Lion of God. We not only get His sweetness, but we get His divine power of protection. Our story. I look back over my life and I think it's good that we do that. Because every one of us has a story. And in that story, you know, if we look at it closely, you know, after it has been written. Now the story is not finished. 
you have certain things that have not yet been finished yet. But there's some things that you can look back and they are finished. In how that God had arranged. How God had put it together. And at the time, you know, I wandered. And then when I look back, I can see the wisdom of God's customization of the blessings. Meaning how they came, where they came from. Why he waited. God gives us customized care because he cares. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. We don't just have a big God. We have a God that says I will customize it. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Psalms 55 and 22. Cast your burden on the Lord. He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Most of my care in life is finding the pathway of God. Finding out what is that, what is the Father's will. Even Jesus had to deal with that. Finding the Father's will. Another thing that I've noticed in my life is that discovering the time of God's will. The set time. And God is so faithful in orchestrating, keeping us on time. Yeah. I love what Jeremiah 33 says, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things that you don't, you don't even know about. God says, if you call, I will answer. Mm. Yesterday, God made me wait a little bit. That wasn't a long time. I had a question before him, and, and you know, in my prayer time, you know, I, I raised the question, and I thought, well, I'll, you know, I'll just get up. The answer's not coming, so I'll just, you know. And yet the Holy Spirit prompted me, says, no. No. Stay right there. And 
I did. And about 40 minutes into it, was I glad I stayed. Because I got, you know, an answer that I needed for, you know, a mission that God is sending me on. Call and I will answer. I'm going to show you some things. Hallelujah. He says they're mighty things. You can't see them. You don't know about them. But they're customized for you. They're a customized answer with a personalized touch. So I had a moment in the time and it says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Now that's not a long time waiting, let me tell you. But God customizes those blessings because they come from a heart of love to a heart that needs his love. Because we're so unique. We're so individual. I think we see a little bit of this in, 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 if we put together a couple of passages of scriptures, it says that there are some people that, you know, I mean, you just got to use fear to get them to move off dead center. I mean, you know what? You don't stop it. You don't quit it. You don't change. Wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is the eternal life. And your own children. You had to deal with them differently. You had to, you know, learn the personality of the of the kid. You know. And then you taught and trained and you know, corrected, you know, within that framework that would bring the peaceable fruits of, of righteousness. I mean, one side doesn't fit all. It just doesn't work. And God knows that. Bible says that he knows our frame. He knows our frame. He just knows exactly how we're made. He's, that's okay. We can use a little noise in the house. The compassion of God's care. 
the compassion of God's care. But this is what he says in Psalms 91. He says, he shall cover you with his feathers. That, that idea of, of, of feathers is, is that there is, there is love and protection. God's personal role in our lives. Under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. It was the prayer of the psalmist in Psalm 17, 8 says, Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Lamentation says that the reason, you know, God doesn't fail us, or, no, let me rephrase that. God does not fail. The reason that we get this is because of his mercies. He is not under any obligation to do it. But it's because of his mercies. Because of his, his love. He's full of compassion. The Bible says he's like a father. Father sometimes can bring up the wrong image for you. But he gives a definition of this father. So you're not left to your own definition. He says, as a father pities or is tender and cares for his children. When I was adult, my father was still alive. I still needed his tenderness. I'm on my own, making my own way, living my own life. I'm married, I got kids. But, man, I needed that touch of a, a father. As a father... comes to your aid comes to our aid it's interesting how many verses of scripture it says talks about how he remembers our frame and that we're but, but dust I mean we fall apart man we not only have the compassion of God's pair, a care but we have the power of God's pair, uh, care power of God's care. Isaiah 40, Isaiah 41 says, I will hold your right hand. Hallelujah. I will hold you. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will be with you. God's power has the ability to, to change the outcomes. Everything doesn't start out right, but according to God's word, it ends up right. 
Now, everything does not get finished this side of life. But there is enough that gets finished on this side of life that the bottom line is that we will say God is true. And God has a plan for your life. It's just not a, 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 a general customization. But it's a personalized customization. Designed for you. Designed for us. A, a future that has is filled to give you hope. Contains promises. So you will move to your future. Psalms 139 talks about those days. He fashioned them way before there was any of them. I think he tries to tell us from time to time, we can, you can trust me. You can trust me. Psalm 37 says that God orders our steps. God orders our steps. I asked my musicians to come this morning. God is not going to lead you for just a little bit. Now, He's going to stay the course. He's going to walk it to the end. I will not leave you, he said, until I have performed all that I've said to you. I won't leave you. It's good to have a personalized God. How did you arrive where you're at? Some turns in life that don't seem to be going in the right direction. I can imagine Joseph's bewilderment. It's a tough case, man. 
have your brother sell you? God goes to extreme measures to get us where he wants us to be so we can do what he's planned for us to do. In church, this is not just for five-fold ministry. This is not just for preachers. This is not just for a select few. No. I didn't, and you don't like the pet either. But God gets us from point A to point B, point B to point C. As you keep your heart pointed in the right direction, Keep your heart pointing in the right direction. One of the, the, the most powerful things that you can do in staying on God's design course, and that is to let humility be a robe that you wear, be a coat that's always on you. yourself under the mighty hand of God and he shall exalt you in his season in his season he will do it as we stand this morning It's all about church going forward. It's about going forward. It's not just about history. History is wonderful. We have a story. But God wants us to, to feel confident, feel assured. I may miss some steps, but God never misses a step. You may miss a step, but God has some way, you know, of making up the missteps, according to Romans chapter 8. He makes them up. Jesus.
Don't let your life die in the wilderness. Don't let your future die because you were afraid to make, make the next step to move forward. says that your future is filled with hope. God says your future is bright. God says your future is secure because of my right hand. I know that God <coughs> says he takes our hands. I think God would like a response take his hand I trust him I trusted God I don't know where it's going but you know you do I trust it it was almost 30 years ago God gave my wife and I a promise It's been 30 years, but now we're seeing it all come to pass in the most wonderful, beautiful, you know, powerful, hands-off way. Sometimes you just have to walk it out. Just got to walk it out. He gets us there. Oh, hallelujah. And the sweetness, the sweetness that comes, the end of it, in the wonders of it. Is there still more for us? Absolutely. Hallelujah. That's God's word for you. God says, I'm customizing the blessings that are right for you and for your situation. Now that's the God I know. That's the God I know this morning. After a life Jesus. Because listen, God's right hand is not only working on your behalf, but so is his left hand. There have been injustices. Things have not been arranged. They haven't been, you know, uh, always right. But God says, my left hand is also working to bring the justice, hallelujah, back in order. So don't, hallelujah, worry about 
what hasn't been right. God's going to get it right and make it right. Because both of his hands are personalized and customizing. Father, I thank you this morning for your hand upon our lives. I thank you for faith today. thank you for love and I thank you for people Amen Hallelujah Go ahead and you go this week if, I just feel it if you've been waiting on something somebody you've been waiting on something waiting for the timing God says it's now now's the time to make the move I'm wondering if you should walk through that door it's been open God says walk through it walk through it you don't have to stack back anymore move forward amen well, that's the best I can do this morning, church. <laughs> God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. God's not setting still, church. Oh, he's moving forward. Go with God.